Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Millennial Love. Okay, loves, I'm trying to get this skin all the way together, so I've joined Cara in using BioClarity, and I love it. Within just a few short weeks, I already noticed clear skin and reduced blemishes, unlike other products that take forever to see results. I absolutely love the cool and soothing feeling from the cucumber and oat kernel extracts included in BioClarity. BioClarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which causes dryness and irritation. And this product is truly for all skin types because I can tell it reduces my oiliness and shininess without drying out my skin. And for all my natural loves out there, BioClarity is good for the skin and mother nature. It's 100% vegan, gluten-free, and paraben-free. One of the best parts in using BioClarity is that it's quick and easy with only three steps. First, you cleanse with the foaming facial cleanser, removing dirt and oil. Next, you treat with the cream, attacking bacteria to clear your skin. And lastly, apply the Restore Gel and you're done. So make the move to clear skin. All you have to do is go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings with 100% money back guarantee. Just enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com entering the code LOV3. Finally, a treatment that actually works. <laughs> I'm like Jada Kid. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. That really caught me completely off guard. What? This is Mish. Welcome to Millennial Love, y'all. Episode 27. Where we I can't discuss six. sex, love, <laughs> and how we are selfish as fuck. We sound like we in a classroom. <laughs> how we discuss. I sex. pledge allegiance Look, right. to, to the, the flag. flag. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, I can't. That, I can't do the beat. That beat was y'all. I mean, so, I can't do the beat and sing at the same time. That beat because was, y'all know the, the white dude on the movie was doing the beat, so y'all went, nobody was gonna grab the beat. I oh, wanted to listen. Frank, I hey, to. Yeah, Frank, ho, hey, ho. Hey, ho. Look, I wanted to, there, I wanted to help you all so bad, but I'm just, I just couldn't. <laughs> I really did. It was a struggle. Beat. In my mind, I was like, I need to help her out right now. <laughs> Me too, but I I'm too <laughs> tired now. I'm too tired to do it. Oh god. I cannot assist. I cannot. I cannot. Who no. says that? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Yo, y'all want some of this crown? I no, do. This I'm crown there. vanilla. Michelle, love them sugary ass drinks. Give me some. <laughs> okay. It's like a half a gallon okay. of sugar. Um, they make crown vanilla like Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, it's That's so like thick it. too. It's so thick. Car, you want something to drink? No. Wacky. <laughs> I'm tired. So how's y'all's weekend? Oh my god, I'm tired. My name is Car, and I'm, I'm tired. So sleepy, y'all. Come on. Oh Whatever. <laughs> I am okay. Ben left on Saturday. You said that last week. No, no I, I didn't. I said he was leaving. <laughs> so Why do you? Just really? I'll be coming for you on ear. 
Yes. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. That episode of Martin when they played that <laughs> <laughs> It was the mama bird. I didn't really think Martin was funny like growing up as a kid until I became an adult. Because really like, it was over, yeah, yeah, it was over yeah. our head. Yeah. I don't think I was allowed to watch it, but that's beside the point. I think my favorite episode as a kid was when the plumber died. And they was trying to like plunge his stomach. Wait a minute, how <laughs> the plumber died? You remember the plumber? Had, like, I ain't never seen he it. He had a disease or like a illness where he no, would I, just like take naps. <laughs> and they thought he died. Oh, he was and narcoleptic. They tried to plunge his stomach and yeah, that shit was hilarious. They did. Yeah. That was cold. Right. <laughs> I've never. I've only seen. I haven't seen a lot of the episodes of Martin. I must. I'm not really black, Loki. But, oh wow! I mean, I'm just saying because I don't be doing a lot of black stuff. Speaking of black stuff, what what are some like ratchet shit that y'all do that y'all don't necessarily think that's ratchet? Well, <laughs> I talk really loud in everywhere. It, I mean, I just talk loud, and people say that that's ratchet like this one girl was like bitch why are you so loud <laughs> it's just me and you and i just naturally <laughs> talk just loud. <laughs> why are you so loud it's just me and you i just naturally talk like that but i don't think it's ratchet just because you talk loud you know what i'm saying like yeah. what if you have like hearing issues <laughs> or you just was yelled at a lot as a kid and so one of my friends he talked loud like while he's on the phone but he don't <laughs> talk loud in person and i'm he's like i don't get it yeah. hello <laughs> it's kind of weird i'd be like dude you do not talk loud like this and maybe you, know, you think you can't hear him his phone i don't loud. be on the phone i be like he be on the phone and i'm talking like, to right, other people other people yeah extremely loud which oh. is weird. <laughs> I'm hella loud too. Yeah, but that's, I don't think that's no, ratchet. Car, you are people, extremely I'm really loud. loud. Like, yeah, Ben literally, he doesn't even say anything anymore. He just takes his hand and like goes down to <laughs> tell me that I'm too loud. They got a signal that go. But honestly, I don't think wearing bonnets outside is ratchet. That is so ratchet. Listen, do think you wear about a bonnet outside? Yeah, I have before. It's not like a common practice, but if I get my hair done and it's like either humid or rainy or something like that i'm gonna put my bonnet on and low-key i might have if it's raining i might have my shower cap on underneath the bonnet that's too oh. much bro like are you gonna are is the store clerk that i'm going to gonna pay for my weave after i get it done no <laughs> so what is a weave though that don't mean my leave out not gonna be dead i'm not fin no i'm not mm-mm I'm going out with my bonnet and I don't care. And I'm not going to go to work with my bonnet. What, what happens when you have kids and they call you you have to come up to the school and it's raining and you just got your hair pressed? And it's not like these bonnets be like Are you going to take the bonnet colors. off at least when you step in the door? Yeah, when I step in the door, the bonnet comes off. I'm just saying in in the interim time, I'm going to keep my bonnet on because I don't think that's right. So ratchet. I don't think I it's bet ratchet. you have uh, tights and flip flops on too, huh? I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's or, like a big T, some tights and some flip flops with a bonnet. Or Uggs. You know, ratchets love in the Uggs. Summertime. Right. Love Uggs. Listen, you know, what I, you know what I think that is ratchet, but it's not ratchet to me? I love when these girls be holding their baby on their hip and they be <laughs> leaning like to one side. <laughs> like the child just sit on their hip. <laughs> like that girl from uh, that movie, Barry. <laughs> Barry. Yeah. Like the child just be like drooling and just sitting on that big ass hip and they just be talking running their mouth. I'd be like, that shit is so ratchet, but I love it. 
<laughs> is that really ratchet? How else do you hold I a baby? You don't. You don't hold your baby on your head. You're not supposed to do that. Apparently, it make them bow legged, right? Or maybe that's like a. Well, maybe that's, that's a wild. That's tale. a good thing. I think I like bow leggedness. Yeah, I think it's cute. I it's ain't big. never seen nobody hella bow legged. You never seen no baby that's bow legged. Baby bow legged. Why are you licking that glass like that? I can't even <laughs> Justin, take you seriously. Justin just got off a flight, y'all. Yeah, we had to tell I'm the trying truth. to figure out. And his baby is. <laughs> Litty lit no, lit lit. I'm good though. Like I'm present. I'm here. <laughs> it does, like I don't care how present you are. Stop, <laughs> no, stop like, making love to that darn glass. But Carl, as I was doing, I'm like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, you caught me. I was gonna catch it. I like bowleg babies, like, but not bo- bowleg adults. Just think of a just think yeah. of a hood chick, right? She like she talking to her homegirl in the store, and then like her baby's on one hip, and like she kind of like leaning. And so you're not like supposed to hold babies like that? No, I don't think I. I mean, you're supposed to hold them in the front always, or like underneath. Michelle, their I don't think bottom. if you had kids, you're gonna hold your baby on your hip and then lean like to the side. They like more. two or three. I pr- but you're not Listen, gonna do that. I you know don't know. Not. She She's might. I, Michelle I'm is going bougie. To tell you something. I am not. I am not. I am not. <laughs> Above no, the ratchet. Listen. So when I was little, I always liked to pick up people's kids. <laughs> but y'all know I'm little now. So you right? still like hold I'm one a tiny person. And so those kids used to be big. <laughs> and I'm picking up these people's kids. So you flop them on your hip. Automatically. It was like they cannot fit anywhere else. And I'm going to lead to the side because they heavy. So I feel like I might. All you needed was the two goals next to your, baby, your, your front The team. open With face goals. The open face Open goals. face only. Oh, yeah. Because oh. you can't. Because it's too ratchet if you do the full go. You have to do the rim. The, the open gold face, rim. Yeah. I low-key want With a grill. fire red hair. I low-key want a bottom too. grill. I want a bottom. We should get grills, Big y'all. T. Let's do it. Bottom. We should. How they much it costs? Because I'm broke. Big T Bazaar has... Uh, it's only going to be like $50. For real? Yep. And they fit it to your mouth? Yeah. They you lying. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I want one. You sure it's 50 well, I mean, I just made that up. But <laughs> what if I have a what if I have a permanent retainer? It's big T bazaar. What if I have a permanent retainer? I got one too. They just go mold it like they're gonna mold your teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we should do it. We should make it a field trip and go get grills. Yeah, because I've never been to Big T, and I feel like they got low key got some. You've uh, never cute. been to Big T. Mm-hmm. What's Big T? I don't even know what Big it is. Bazaar. Or it is. It's. I mean, it's a bazaar. It's just. <laughs> what's a, what is a bazaar? It's like a, it's like a <laughs> flea market. Yeah, it's like a flea market. It's just a bunch of people selling clothes and they doing their nails and oh. all that. <clears throat> they do nails. So it's like a. It's like a flea market. Yep. Okay. Speaking but of bazaar, I want to try Jackie. You know Jackie Christie. I want to try her uh, her whiskey bazaar. <laughs> Is that the name? The of what? It? It's called bazaar. I think. <laughs> okay. You remember they were saying in the Coachella group. You remember the group that were oh, in? Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Were, yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but it's probably it's it's bizar- called it's b- bizar- Bazard. B- bizarre. <laughs> Bazard. Whatever. Yeah, that's it. You're right. It is bizarre. Oh, and then Tommy from Love and Hip Hop, she got laid on the wine. I hate it. Laid I'm on. done. Too I done. I hate it. But believe it or not, those alcohol sales is is really good sales. Like the girl from um, New York Housewives, the skinny girl. Like she made bank. That white lady who has the skinny girl vodka. Mm, oh, oh okay. Bethany. Bethany something. Something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody loves liquor, so you just really need a brand yeah. behind the liquor that's gonna sell. Yeah. We should we gonna come out with some. Right. 
Millennial love. Millennial love. Literally, millennial love. But anyway, y'all, we absolutely, it took us at least four hours to get recording today because, (laughs) to be quite honest, we just don't feel like it. We're tired. Um, But we have part two of, what is it called? Oh, being black as fuck at work. Being black as fuck at work. How to deal with it. How to deal with it, which I feel kind of awkward talking about this, being that I just I had an interview today. So, you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to be like that good black boy. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? <laughs> Diving <laughs> right on in. Until I get this off yay. Until I get this off. And then you going to let off, loose? And then yeah. I'm going to let back loose. <laughs> See, that's how black people do. Well, you have they to do that. White. We have to do that? Yeah. You have to do that. You can't go in. You should hear me, black, y'all. Y'all should have literally, black. y'all should have literally hear me talk today. I don't ever talk like that. I was like, you can, know, can we get an example? No, Did you sound like Connor. I was totally Connor. Absolutely. I mean, the growth is above it all. <laughs> we have to make sure we hit those numbers. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. I don't think I sound I sound the most white when I'm writing a thank you note. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with me today. I sincerely (laughs) appreciate not only your candor and your insight into the position, but also your honesty in speaking with me about, about my potential position at the firm. I want to. I am thrilled at the opportunity. Thrilled. I am thrilled at the opportunity of joining your practice. Wow. I mean, I don't think I have, I've I've ever said thrill. I don't think thrilled is even in my spoken vocabulary. I am thrilled. I'm never thrilled. Like, what does thrilled <laughs> mean? I don't think I've ever heard anyone use the word thrilled <laughs> around me. So I know for damn sure I'm not using it. I'm thrilled. thrilled. I'm gonna use it with my barber. I'm gonna be like, I'm thrilled to get a haircut today. Gonna I'm gonna start like, using it. Yeah. Yo, I'm so here, thrilled about Saturday. But listen, Cara has a vote. Her vocab just be out there. Yeah, it is. One one time, what did you say? You had just rolled out with something. I'm like, come on, uh, pontificate. Yeah, pontificate. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, words I really like. I just she like lying. Words. She be picking a word before she come in and recording this. No, I don't. I'm gonna I'm make sure I say this word. No, in the I sentence. don't. I really like wordplay. You haven't, you haven't said your signature words in a long time. I haven't. Amongst. I haven't and said cuss. Amongst. Amongst or quintessential. Listen, I think you should do a word. I think you should do a word of a week. Of the week. Word of the week? Yep. Word of the week. Okay. And then we need to try to, whoever says it within a sentence during the recording. Take um, the Gets to not record the okay. next week. Uh-huh. That sounds stupid. <laughs> That's not even possible. And I, I said gets to. Gets how, to. How you spell it? <laughs> Good night. Okay. Word Niggas. of the week. Word of the week. Is autarky. I can't. I don't think I can do that. Say it aloud. Autarky. R. 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 Tar. Tar. Key. Autarky. Yes. Autarky. It's spelled A-U-T-A-R-K-Y, an autarky. It's the condition of self-sufficiency, especially economic, as it applies to a nation. So under the current presidency... Our autarky autarky. is 
challenged. Here is it. Here is a sentence. Why America, right at the dawning of the most intensely integrating period our model of globalization has ever seen, considers our ta- autarky <laughs> on energy to be an ideal. Uh-uh, I don't like that. that. Can we pick a, is can we let's an pick another word? Run-on. Yeah, let's do another. Pick, let's, I let's like pick the word, word, but that sentence was. I don't like stupid. the word. Donald Trump in office is taking stupid. our autarky. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I he think Donald is. Trump need to dye his hair. He need to become a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Like, he needs to become a brunette. He is absolutely <laughs> stupid. He was, I hate the thing him. about it is, Who like, I never him? call people ugly. But Donald Trump is ugly. Did really? you see him on the tennis court? I don't think he's ugly. Did you see that picture where he was on the tennis court? And he had on them shorts. Oh, yeah. With the fucking uh, briefs. And the briefs were short through the white shorts. I saw it. He was thick with it. I hate you. (laughs) I don't think he's ugly. I just think he's really, really stupid. And ugly. Speaking of being stupid and ugly, he... This is not... I don't really like that particular segue. But he... Did you see his tweets today about transgender people? No, and not not being able to serve in the military. Apparently, they're really gonna like enforce that and like force people out of the military that identify as transgender. Get the fuck out of here! That's so stupid, and that's not gonna happen. There's no way we can do that. We also said he wasn't gonna be president, and here we are. Yeah, but Russia tapped the numbers. Okay, but well, can Russia tap Sally Mae (laughs) or Navy? Right, I just may join your army. Navy is who they freaking (laughs) Navy. Okay, y'all ready for the next word of the week? Come on. Can we use it in the sentence? Yes. Agog. No. Like, I have a two word drunk. that we like. Yeah, agog. What do y'all mean? This is a word. Okay. Agog. Okay, what okay. is agog? No, we're going to do a different one. Ebullient. Okay. I can't even do Ebullient. that. Ebullient. That did not sound the same way she pronounced it. Is Ab- it a boo? Ebullient. <laughs> I've heard. It's a boo. Michelle had a boo come to Papa. Oh my God. I've heard people pronounce it a boilant. I can't do that. Just give me something simple. What the heck? This is word of the week. It has to be a new word. All right. Just one more. One more time. One more time. Umbra. Okay. I can fuck with it. (laughs) (laughs) An umbra is a shaded area. That's ombre. Bruh. <laughs> not, no, it's not ombre. You know what? I'm done. You know they be having them ombre, not ombre. Umbra. <laughs> Jesus, I can't. This crown that you drank. All right. And All right. So what's umbra? Umbra is a shaded area. Cara, so, your eyelids. What? Okay, you know what? Let's move on because <laughs> clearly it's What's the damn use sentence? it in a sentence. It's I a can't. shaded area. Come on, Michelle, let's go. Since you're looking at me, it's come hot on. outside. Let's go to the Umbra. That oh. was actually. I thought you meant like shaded, as in like colors shading in together. Bruh. Where? <laughs> the shaded area would literally be like under a tree. Yeah. Let's go to the Umbra. Yeah. The umbra over there. I mean, hey, I didn't say it in another sentence. You this said it in so another. Oh, no. well, I I can use it in a sentence. 
He went to McDonald's and they said, what would you like? And he said, um, bruh. <laughs> that is so <laughs> whack. <laughs> With your pontificate ass. <laughs> that was on the cusp. <laughs> you tried it. All right, I'm going to have a word of the week. I'm going to come up with some good ones. I'll come up with some good ones weekly. Yeah, like words that we're actually going to use. You will actually and use that those. I can't pronounce. Uh, what you call it? Pronounce. Pronounce. Then it's no yeah. longer fun if y'all make me come up because then that means that y'all are already like they need like, to like pontificate was fun, but when you go with like umbra and um, emboliant, like it just sounds foreign. <laughs> well, how is your vocabulary gonna expand if you don't expand your the way you speak? Like you have to just learn how to pronounce different sounds. Like, oh my gosh, my name is Cara and my name is Cara. Is that how I say it? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, exactly okay. how you sound. All right. No, I get it. I'm learning. I'm going to do better, y'all. What about cathartic? I love cathartic. See, words like that. Yeah, I love cathartic. Like what? You yeah. would use those too. It's like, you know, I can really be like, it's like, it's just really cathartic. Yeah. When you tell me embolient, I can be like, what? Tasha went down the street and she was embolient. Like, just though. Like, that is nah. really stupid. Very, very stupid. Oh my God. No, nah, I get it. I'm just okay. being, uh, that's how that's how it was. Like, in third grade, I used to just be like, Miss Jameson, I do not want to do this. And she used to get so mad at me. And I used to go to detention. Oh. That's where it all began in third grade. I think I had detention once when I was in school. Me and this girl named Deshauna Francis, like, she was my third grade shardy. Like, we used to have, like, so much fun. We used to roll up fake cigarettes, and we would smoke oh it. Gosh. And we used to get in trouble. We used to get in trouble because while the teacher would teach, we would be smoking our fake cigarettes. I think you told that story before. <laughs> what the heck? I don't even know where Deshauna Francis is, Lord. Oh. Isn't it sad to lose uh, elementary school friends? No? Oh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm good. I don't want to go back. Okay. Well, um, we're gonna start back up with episode part. Excuse me, part two of Black as Fuck at Work, and we're gonna dive right on in to talk about how we deal. Why are you laughing? Never mind. No, say it. No, it's okay. What? No, go. No, I'm gonna have can't. to edit all of that out. No, you won't. We, I mean, we're we're still on. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so the next uh, point is about culture and how you deal with cultural differences in the workplace. Do you change your voice when you're at work? Is that a part of like culture? I think so. I think vernacular. I think vernacular. I think um, accents. I think a lot of the things that we identify with blackness have to do with our culture, and that to me includes your voice. I don't think and how you sound. I personally don't feel that. I mean, do you like the way you speak on the podcast? Do you speak that way at work? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm about to say it depends on who I'm talking to. I think most people, if you're in an interview, do you talk the exact same way that you talk on the podcast? Who, me? Yeah. No. <laughs> only because... Who, me? No. No. <laughs> no, only because, like, I'm from, like, I'm from Louisiana, so 
I think the way we word our sen- our um our sentences is just it just sound dumb. So it's like you have to deal with the accent and also the way we just word our sentences. You sound dumb. You yeah. think you think that certain accents not accents. I'm talking about I I can I don't mind the accent, but it's just the way we were taught how I mean we were raised to speak like mm-hmm. it's it's an accent and the way we formulate our sentences as well is just different. Okay, so take away formulating the sentences and only talk about your accent. Do you go into an interview and try to hide your accent? An interview, yes. At work, I'm okay with my accent. Why do you change it in an interview, though? I don't know. I mean, I think because they don't know me and they don't know my... I don't want them to judge me. According to the way, I guess, what's a part of my accent and uh, what is not. Okay. What about you, Michelle? Do you change your voice at work or when you're with clients or when you're in an interview anytime? Yeah, I absolutely do. Every, I mean, all day from yeah. like 8 to 7 p.m. because I work so much. I sound like a completely different person. Really? You see, I don't think that you have, like, an accent. I don't have an accent. However, my voice is deep for a woman, and um, I speak more eloquently when I'm at work. Right. And when I'm dealing with people. Like, in business, now that I'm in business for myself, I change my voice all the time. Yeah. You know, like, and it's simply because I don't want people, and this is just me being candid, I don't want people to automatically know that they're talking to a black person when I answer the phone. Got you. And that makes me sad because I feel like I'm the exact same way. Like in an interview or even especially over the phone at work, I answer the phone. This is Kara. Who is that? I don't know who that is. Like, and a lot of people don't think I'm black automatically. First of all, my name is, is pretty, yours is too. Oh, all of our names are pretty like, uh, I guess race neutral. Right. Why do y'all think we do that? Like, why I, do we automatically not want people to think we're black over the phone or or anything like that? Um, for me, it's not a matter of uh, I don't want them to think that I'm black. Um, I think it's just like learned behavior of what I saw, like the way my mom answered the phone or, you know, whenever it came down to business, I saw them like switch up the way they spoke. So I just did it. And then not only that, it just goes back to what I what I feel sound ignorant. Because, I mean, my common, like, whenever I'm in, like, Louisiana or I'm talking to, like, Kobe or Jamie, which they're from, like, you know, Lafayette, I don't, I mean, I can speak a certain way and they understand where I'm coming from. If I spoke that same way with someone else, I mean, even sometimes when I speak to y'all, y'all be like, wait, what are you, like, what are you, like, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. Not because of my accent, but just the way we communicate. We do not you know, complete our sentences or the way we format our sentences is just different. So, well, I do want to delve deeper into the into the comment about your mom, mm-hmm. because I think you said that that's how she conducted business. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that means that sounding white in quotes is makes you more makes you seem more educated, makes you seem more prepared, makes you seem more mi- business minded. Is that no, no, I guess what I'm saying is is that it's not so much of me wanting to sound white, it's more so of me wanting to speak 
proper because the way I normally speak is not proper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, so, so taking the Louisiana out of it, though. Well, I'm that's saying. what I'm. Yeah. It's not. It's I don't. And th- that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not trying to. Ch- I'm not trying to change myself to speak white. I'm trying to not sound stupid. Where someone else, they may want to sound white. And I don't think that's the case for me, but I, I could be like not answering the question. No, no, no. I think you're definitely answering. You're saying mm. that my focus it's is not, not for you. Like that's not why you're doing it. No, it's yeah. not to sound like you're not black. Right. I it's, just want to sound like I'm educated. Right. If that makes sense. Exactly. I totally I get that. I do it. Car, you were saying like mm-hmm. um piggybacking on his, his mom. Mm-hmm. My mom, uh, when I was younger, was a PBX operator for a hospital. So, you know, that's like the first person to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and like transfer you to wherever. I would literally call that hospital like to tell my mom that I was at home from school mm-hmm. and not know that it was her. <laughs> I would have to ask like, can I speak to Elsie? And then she'd be like, hey, little girl. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. You sound like a completely different person. Like you sound like a white lady. Yeah. Like who was that that just answered the phone? Yeah. And I think I picked up on that. So when I got older, I started to speak like that. But even more so now, I do it because I don't want them to have a preconceived thought about who I am. Mm -hmm. I want them to give me a chance before they say, oh, she's black. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like they stereotype us all the time. So... Before you can do that, you don't know who I am because mm-hmm. my name is very, like you said, mm-hmm. culturally neutral. Mm-hmm. Then when I pick up the phone, you're still, you know, like, oh, well, she might be one of us. And then you'll see me in person. And now you have to go off of my professionalism, my education. You have to um, dis- make your decisions based on who you see in front of you, Mm -hmm. not preconceived before I even came in the office. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do it now because I don't want them to judge me before I even get a chance to walk in the door. And that's the, at the root of what I was getting to the judgment and feeling like if I don't sound a certain way, I won't sound educated. I won't be given a chance. I will be judged as if, I'm stupid just because I either have a very strong accent or because I sound black. I use traditionally black euphemisms and I say black things like lit or whatever, just just slang. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't really curse at work. I also mm-hmm. don't use you know, like, yes, and stuff like that. Like, I don't... Well, I'm, you definitely comment that way on social media. I definitely what? <laughs> you comment that way on social media. Oh, yeah, I definitely... I like, mean, yes. I say yes on, <laughs> under everything that I like. Um, but I don't talk like that at work. Like, I'm not... Like, if I got a brief back and I got a, like... A, I don't want to say a good grade, but, like, my boss liked it, I won't be like, yes, boss! Like, right. I think I think think that's just professionalism. Yeah, and see, where's the line between professionalism and sounding white? Because I think that to black people, and and it goes back to all of our parents. My mom does it. I tell her all the time she sounds like a phone sex operator when she answers the phone. Like she's very like, "Hi, my name is Paula." I really like your mom's voice. But I'm saying like it goes back to our parents. Like professionalism equals changing your voice 
to assimilate to someone else's voice, uh, right? And so that's what I'm getting at is is why do we feel that way? And why do we? And and it and it is because I think you you hit the nail on the head with we feel judged automatically. Uh, outside of um, language barriers, I feel that we are not the only race, but we're like a race where we have like multiple accents and we're black. Like we have, you know, you know, we have like the Houston accent, the New Orleans accent, like a Northern accent, like New York accent. You have a Atlanta accent. And although we all black and when I compare like white people, they have, they may have a Cajun accent and, a New Jersey I think they just accent. All sound really country. Oh but, yeah, yeah. You New know they Jersey, have a New Jersey. Yeah. They have a Cajun accent and Boston. and a Texas twang, which I think that can be any like rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, they all kind of sound the same. Yeah. Whereas for us, I don't know. I, I guess my thing is like, are we trying to? Uh, I I obviously did because when I speak with people, they be like in a professional setting or if I'm meeting new people, they'd be like, wow, you do not have a Louisiana accent. I'm like, if you, you just give me, yeah, it. just right. give me a few more hours. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and so, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Talk. So, I mean, that I guess I don't know if it's because I'm trying to sound white, which I don't think that's the case. I'm just trying to speak proper. And I'm not necessarily trying to start sound white. I just don't want them to know that I'm black. Oh, you see, I don't have. Does that, that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it like, does. It I'm does. not saying like, oh, let me put on my white voice. I'm just saying like, let me take some of the, the bass out of my voice so they can't really hear who they're talking to because, um, I don't want them to be like, oh, she's a Negro. <laughs> I actually love. I love <laughs> the rich. They do. I love the richness in black women's voices. I absolutely love it. I, I, you know. I think there's power behind it. And I know that, you know, it's challenging, but I think it's great when you have a woman who has like a very like raspy voice. I think that is so sexy. Okay. I love, you know. Hey, Justin. People say that. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing though. Like, when y'all know y'all meet a new boo and you get on the phone, you have to have like a oh, sexy voice. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I do it with them too. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Um, how y'all feel about cultural differences as it relates to hair and the way that you dress and how many, I know you got these twists and, and these, these prologues, how many comments have you gotten this week? Well, actually, um, you know, the good thing is that right now I work from home. So oh, okay. I haven't been in the office this week, so no one has seen my hair. But um, I have a meeting coming up for my own personal business where I am interviewing someone to work for me. And I thought about the fact that I'm going to have these Mm. Faux locks in my head. Like, how crazy is that? And you're interviewing somebody. That's not crazy. It's not crazy that I'm. I have the notion that I shouldn't have these faux oh, okay. in my you head. And I'm in That is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. You want to work for me? You applied for the position that I have open, and I'm worried about my hair. 
That's absolutely crazy. But that I feel like that's how we're conditioned to feel. Yeah. That our hairstyles or whatever are like not appropriate. Yeah. And and even whenever we were talking last episode about natural hairstyles and how um there or not even last episode, excuse me, about the how to bag a job. Yeah. And we I had was someone saying, comment. We had someone yeah. comment that said that they recently got a job and they had their hair in a natural, natural style. Way, and yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Right. I, I definitely think though it depends on whatever industry you're in. Because in the legal in the legal industry, if I have dreads and they're neatly kept, yes, that I think is okay if they're my if they're if it's my real hair. But they probably have to be like pinned back and you gotta do Yes, you definitely right. have to make sure that they're like not very prominent mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna go into an interview with a fro i don't think any sort of like corporate job that would be considered professional i completely disagree with it because what comes out of my scalp has nothing to do with what comes out of my mouth and out of my brain it's completely separate and i think that flesh tone beards are disgusting but you know zachary <laughs> has one and he goes up in there and gets it i mean so you know i don't i don't think there should have i i don't think it should be the case but i definitely would never go into a legal interview and i've gone into a legal interview with my curly hair before Mm -hmm. And I only did it because I already had a job and I knew that they wouldn't hire me with my curly hair mm. because it's it's not considered professional. I mean, and I think it just depends on whatever the job sector is. So my question about hair, though, is is and I think you probably haven't dealt with anyone asking to touch your hair. No, Justin. but have people Justin, I'm sorry. But have people ever just came up and started touching your hair like you were a an exhibit at the zoo? Because it's happened to me. You see, I don't really get that because. Right now, I want to touch Michelle's hair, and I'm black. You know, I think, and I, I, I just typically walk up to girls, and, I, and not girls, just random girls, but like people that I know, just be like, "Oh, like your hair, hair is nice," and I touch mm -hmm. it. I don't necessarily feel that it's like, and uh, which I, I'm, I don't go through it, so I don't know how often you guys have to go through it, but I don't necessarily feel like it's like, a, "Oh my God, oh my gosh, you're completely odd." what is this growing out of your hair? It's just like, I want to touch it. And I, but at the same time, I know that that is your personal space. Right. And, and I, I think from where. that aspect, I think that's where I understand it. But the idea of it being like a, what is this growing out of your head? I've never seen it before. I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's that. It could be though. I've never walked up to somebody that I did not know very well that was not related to me or my friend and touched their hair. Never. It's just not something I would do because I feel like that's essentially putting your hands on their face. Like that's the equivalent of walking up to somebody and literally putting your hand on the side of their face. <laughs> like that's because that's as close. Like my hair is a part is an extension of my body. My head of my head. That's right. literally like putting your hand on their face. And you know what? I've never seen Caucasian girls go up to other Caucasian girls and just be like, "Girl, I love your hair," and just start planting their hair. They never do. They that. never do. So it. I guess I, I, I that's can see. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I. This is just me being honest have not experienced any other coming to me and asking me to touch my hair. And it's probably because y'all know. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> just I'm playing. not natural. I just don't get permed. So my hair is always straight. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's more so black people that walk up to me and touch my hair because they're like, wow, your hair is really long. And a lot of people will say like, your hair is long to be a dark skinned girl. You know what I'm saying? And so like I've experienced that and have never experienced an other asking to touch my hair. But mm-hmm. I never wear it curly, so, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. But when I have weave, I've had them ask really inappropriate questions and make me feel like I'm in exhibit, you know? Yeah. Like, I've had my hair braided in, like, the individual braids. And someone literally asked me, like, okay, how did they do that? Like that. That's mm-hmm. how you ask the question. How did they do that? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Okay, so, like, did they take the other hair and, like, that, you know? Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. it's a braid. Have you ever seen <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> Like, I mean, I just... I just kind of was like, it's not that fascinating. Right. Like, why are you so fascinated right now? Have you ever French braided your hair? Same exact thing. Same exact thing. Just, I just told her, I was like, it's like taking yarn, because y'all know y'all use yarn. They put yarn in there. <laughs> um, and braiding the yarn in with your hair. It's no different. Like, I just, so I asked her a question about, she was Hispanic, and so I, I just flipped it. Like Justin said, I put that pressure back on her. Oh, baby, said, when you apply that pressure, baby, it's <laughs> a wrap. They just, they just shrivel up in the shell. I just asked her, what's the difference between a taco, an enchilada, and a burrito? <laughs> essentially, they're all the same. It's a tortilla with meat. Well, I I can see you. I was irritated, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Look, I'm at work. I'm trying to do work. Right. Well, I think you should ask yourself, like, I mean, what is the difference between, like, a taco, a burrito, or enchilada? <laughs> like, I think you should look at it that way. <laughs> Correct. Because it's still the same shit. <laughs> it's still the same. Like, you bitch you, you bitch you, you bitch you. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> this all tortilla with meat and cheese. No, but I'm with you, though. I get, I mean, I change my hairstyle often. You do, right. And I actually enjoy that part. And we'll get to that in a minute. Why like, does it make you, like, why? Yeah, I, I enjoy it because I think that being black affords me to have versatility. And not only my hair, but how dark my skin is able to get in mm-hmm. the summer. Um how I can switch it up at any moment and be, hi, my name is Cara, or beach, what you see. <laughs> I can go from, you know, one extreme to the other at any moment. I feel like versatility is a privilege when you're black, and it's a part of the black girl magic. And I think that that's why I get quick weaves, braids, freaking buns, freaking I can slick it back. I can wear <laughs> You really beads. be doing a lot. I do a lot. I can get dreads. I can do it all. Like, I want it all because you can't. So so does it bother you when they ask you questions about your hair? Like- it doesn't bother me. It's just, it is a bit annoying. Um, Correct. Every time I change my hair, oh, I didn't even recognize you, girl. I'm like, my face is the same. I have the same face. And my body is the same. But you do change your hair a lot. Yeah, but so does that make me a completely different person? In the office. No, but. you said you're the only but, black person, right? No, I'm the only black female in my section. There are other black people at the But I'm the. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you change your hair so often to the point where it's, it's, I don't want to say it's worthy of like noticing, but it's just like 
your hair is completely different. Like you went from like Sandy Brown to like a jet be- with jet black bob with bangs. It's like you look different. No, and I, so I, I feel don't... that you're giving different looks at times, and not so much of like who are you, but like. You, okay, now you're looking like Cleopatra. I see Cleopatra. Oh, now you're looking like Lisa Bonet. Okay, so I see Lisa Bonet. Oh, now you're looking like a valley girl, Hillary from, you know, whatever, with the curly hair. It's just like a different oh. look. So you're that, saying that maybe it's just like when they say I didn't recognize you, it's more so like you look so different versus like who are oh, you? who are you? Exactly. Hmm, okay. But I could be, you know, I could be around. I don't know. And I took it the way you took it, Carl. Yeah. And I've also had people just come up to me and start touching my hair without asking me. Like, if you ask, I probably will say, sure. But I don't like when you say, can I touch your hair? And as you're saying, can I, you're touching. Do you feel the exact same way whenever a black guy comes up to you and touch your hair or whenever a black girl comes up to you and touch your hair? I don't think anybody has ever came up to me and just started touching my hair. I'm trying to think. I'm the pretty only sure I who, have for sure. The only person who touches my hair like that, I think, is my boyfriend. Oh, my bad. I didn't do that then. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think it was me. I mean, I don't think it was you. So outside of like hair and stuff like that, what about political conversations? Do y'all talk about politics? The, the two forbidden topics, politics and religion at work? I, don't. I have before. I have, but I let them know y'all, y'all not ready for this conversation. Y'all don't want to talk about that. <laughs> this ain't what you want um because like my previous boss uh i love her dearly i absolutely love her dearly but she's a trump supporter and like during this whole um election i was looking at her sideways and i had to really check myself mm-hmm. didn't she send you a picture or Ex- the group of yes she sent after he won right no she went to the inauguration oh yeah and yeah, she yeah. sent us a picture with her in front of the white house with these white ass fucking ass stupid ass <laughs> uh punk ass <laughs> what them what them fucking hats said make america, make america great, great. Yeah. and i literally had to text all the other black people i'm like you better not respond to that shit um, but it was challenging. Um, but then, you know, I just, I just really had to take ownership in my emotions and feelings and actually let them know that this is not a conversation that this is not a conversation that you want to go into because, um, it's just too much emotion involved. And and I, and by me making, by me making that statement, it's just like, this ain't what you want. Let's just keep things. Let's keep, how they say that? Keep it cute. Right. Let's just, just keep, keep it cute at culture, work. Let's yeah. not talk about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I have had providers talk about, um, um, whenever, um, what's that redheaded lady girl? She, um, held up Donald Trump head when it was very bloody. Oh, um, um she's a comedian. Exactly. I, 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 I have had them express like, you know, we didn't do that with Obama. And I'm like, you're kidding. We did. I mean, they, they did hung do, him and they burned. hung him, but, yeah. um, it's, it's, they have selective memory and I, I just accept that. And I think that, you know, it's almost as if it's like, is it? Do I want to waste my time? Because I don't think there's anything that I can say yeah. to persuade them uh, to, you know, persuade their their viewpoint on it, or their their viewpoint of the whole situation. So it's just like this is a waste of time. I'm not about to entertain you and your antics because you're stupid. Well, you're not stupid, you're but stupid. 
you're dumb because (laughs) 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 you're believing your lies oh they didn't do that to they didn't do that to obama i mean it's just disrespectful as a president i'm like bitch did you see them hang obama right but you know she provides scripts for me so i just like I was like, no, nah, I didn't let her make it, but I let her know that they did the exact same thing to Obama and they had a Hispanic girl that's in there. And they was, she was like, you know, Trump is extremely rude and disrespectful. But once again, well, uh, I let him make it all the time. Let me tell you why. Because on the first of every month, on the 15th of every month, uh, I have to pay people certain things. <laughs> And whoever is talking all this noise doesn't sign the checks for the company. Mm. So I'm not going to allow your stupidity and this nonsense that you want to talk about mess up my money. So I hear them talk about it and I just keep moving. Like, <laughs> I I mean, I could care less if you like Trump. Who cares? Like, y'all didn't like Obama. And we got him for eight years. So, I mean, I guess it was y'all's turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just take my emotion out of it while I'm yeah. at work because somebody has to sign my check and I can't let you mess that up. Mm. I just, I feel like when I'm at work, I have to put other things aside and not to mention the fact that I don't want to give you what you already think about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you that much emotion because that's what y'all think we do. Mm-hmm. Y'all think we get mad about things. Y'all think we get irate. Y'all think that we always, you know, say crazy things or we're really um ignorant and i'm not gonna give you that because that's what you want from me Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that you know the episode of insecure where they asked her like what does on fleek mean i'm never gonna answer that question (laughs) i've never heard of that before (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna be like what so you see for me i don't like answering those type of questions but i love Every moment when I can say that, you know, you sound really ignorant right now or <laughs> you're way smarter than this. And I've told oh, that's, that's my go to. Nice I'd be like, you're way you far too intelligent to be thinking this way. And it's almost like I can't believe you're actually thinking this way. You're too intelligent <laughs> for that type yeah. of shit to be coming out of your mouth. And that's like my go to. I'm like, wow, like you're way smarter than this. I think you can really rethink what you just said. And it touches that touches them deep rather than being like, bitch, fuck you and your fucking mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. Your daddy stink. Y'all trash. <laughs> Y'all was, you know. Your daddy <laughs> no, I'm with you. And I think that during the election cycle, there's I have one like, actually, it's an older lady, older white woman, and she's my friend. I can say that she is my coworker friend, and I really enjoy her. And we, you know, she she, um, her office is right like catty corner to mine, and like we be, you know, talking across the hallway. Like that's the homie, older Why? white lady. And she was a Trump supporter. Oh, and we womp womp. and we had That's the ones you gotta watch. We had very in-depth conversations about our stances. And I challenged her on a lot of stuff. Not even in she was the only person I think I've ever been able to have a very like fruitful conversation with that was a Trump supporter. And I just laid it all out. I was like, but did you not hear what he said about these people? Did you not hear what he said about that? I mean, we ended up agreeing to disagree. And I think for her, it was about staying on party lines versus really looking at what he was doing, which I think a lot of people have done and are doing. But I say that to say that she's the only person I would have that conversation with. I'm not going to have that with nobody else because Mm -hmm. nobody else will be able to like actually... 
have a relationship <laughs> such that we can have that conversation and then be like, okay, girl, um, you want to go to Starbucks? Right. Like, I can't have that with a lot of people because there is the these these stereotypical notions that they have about black people and how we feel about, you know, we we only voted for Obama because he was black and that whole thing. And so I I refrain from those types of conversations. Right. But also going kind of back to conversations and I wanted to touch on something you said, Justin, like you were saying that whenever your coworker or excuse me, your boss sent the message of her of her at the inauguration, you text all the black people at your office and said, don't respond. Do y'all feel excluded at the office and included when you're around the other people of color? Mm. Do I feel excluded at the office? Or like you don't fit in, like you don't have anything to talk about. You don't have anything in common with, with the majority and you feel more comfortable and more have that you have more things in common with those other black people or people of color at your office. Well, on the last podcast last week, I, I identified that, you know, I tried to figure out, is this more so me feeling uncomfortable around people that I'm unable to relate to? Or is it just that we are completely different? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, it goes both ways. I think I think I am feeling uncomfortable because I can't relate to these individuals or mm-hmm. I don't feel that I feel that I can't relate to them. Not saying that we don't have anything, you know, in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also do feel that, you know, these are people that, you know, I, you know, I I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's just me or is it just that. But um. I think that overall, I need to um, find, I think it's a level of just like building my confidence in these situations. Yeah. Um, I think even more so, I think most of my struggles come, comes from me being confident in these states, these situations, um, and making sure that um, I'm not questioning who I am. Um, and I think I'm doing that because, you know, I don't normally... You know, me, when you say at at the office, like, I'm probably, quote, unquote, at the office twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I work by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever I am around others, that may be some of my challenges. But my prior job, when I was at the office every single day, I didn't feel, I didn't feel that we didn't have anything. I felt the, the me feeling that I didn't have anything in common had everything to do with, like, I just don't want to associate with you because you are trash. As or, an individual? As an individual, not necessarily because of their race. Okay. You know. What about you, Michelle? Well, I mean, I think I kind of spoke on the last episode about um, there are some people that isolate themselves in the office. Um, they're white Hispanics and they sit and they will eat lunch together and speak Spanish. So I can't relate to you mm-hmm. in conversation, but there are other coworkers um, that I don't necessarily have issues uh, connecting with because we pretty much talk about our jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you deal with what we deal with, um, you need people to debrief with. Mm-hmm. So we often do um, talk about, you know, just what we deal with on a day to day basis with, our work, but I will say that 
I've had some conversations with others mm-hmm. and it's been really nice connecting with them because they've admitted that they're privileged hmm. or they've admitted that, you know, they see the wrong in the superiors or whatever mm-hmm. when it comes to the African-Americans in the office. Mm-hmm. And so it's been nice that I can have those conversations with them because it's validating, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well then for me, it's an eye opener that they do not all think the same. Mm-hmm. There are people that recognize what happens to blacks as a whole mm-hmm. and they are not afraid to stand by our side. Mm-hmm. So it's been really nice because that connection when they say those things, we're able to connect on other areas. Yeah. You know, in yeah. other areas. Because you've now let me know that and I put this in air quotes, you're not one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not oblivious to what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's kind of my experience with I've, the office talk. Yeah, and I so I think I mentioned this on the last episode. There's a group of people at my office that go to lunch every day. Um, and I'm not necessarily not invited, right? I mean, I'm sure that if you I said, hey, I want right. to go, they wouldn't be like, nah. Right. But I'm not invited at the same time. But do and you need an invite? That's what that's what I just said. Like, uh, yeah. No. Uh, but that w- that's I'm what sorry. I was saying. Like, I'm sure that if I said... Hey, gotcha. can I come? They would be like, "Sorry, yeah, let's go." But We're going to Salada. But did <laughs> the rest of the group members have to say, "Hey, can I go?" Or did they just say, "You know what I mean?" Like, "Hey, so- we're going to Chipotle. Come with us." So, and this is why I think that I think this is why I ask myself these questions: like, is it me, or is it th- like what I think the situation is? Because, for prime example, I think when it's multiple black people in the office i think we naturally migrate to each other just and i'm i'm and i do it i know and i'm saying i'm thinking that they just naturally like with the hispanic women they just naturally migrate to each other and just like with the caucasians like they naturally migrate with each other uh, which is why i have to really identify is this a um I have to assess the situation and say, see if they if they are purposely singling me out, or if it's because of my thoughts on. I'm thinking that I'm an outsider, which is true because I am. I mean, we all we all link together because of like some some sort of commonality, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure if there was a bunch of offices, if I'm pretty sure if it was an office of like black girls, you know, I see brown skinned girls migrate to brown skinned girls and light skinned girls migrate to light skinned girls and skinny girls migrate to skinny girls. And, you know, I don't like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just thinking that people, I don't yeah, know. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, necessarily I, agree. I, 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 just, I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but like, 
I feel that beef, and this is just, you just me. Check yourself. I first. try to check myself first, which okay. I always check myself first. You know, like within every situation, my goal is to check myself first, um, only because I know that I have awkward moments. Mm-hmm. Had I not had awkward moments, then I can be like, okay, whatever. But sometime in my head. The situation is far worse than what it really is. And it can be a matter of like, Justin, you know we go to lunch at 11.45, but you still be at your your cubicle as if you're still working. So we didn't want to interrupt you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it like is them bitches don't want to fuck with me during lunch, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Like just little stuff like that. So for me, the reason why I have to ask myself these questions is because I know that I have awkward moments and nine times out of 10, I'm thinking about the situation far more worse because I have, and, and with your scenario car, I have put myself out there. Like, you know, with the others that go to lunch, I have been like, Hey, let me come with y'all just to see what would happen. And it was fine. Like, I, I, it wasn't all the way fine as if, you know, me talking to the brothers at lunch, right. but it, I, was, I felt welcome. It's just that I realized that, you know, we may not have um, things in common, in common to talk about, but it wasn't more so like we don't want him here. Mm. I don't know. So. I think you're right. I, I think mean, there's some, va- some validity to that argument. I'm just saying that there's a level of. I, I think to some extent it's about commonality and and drifting towards people that you are alike that you're that you are like. So yes, I feel more comfortable when I'm with my other black coworkers. Mm-hmm. I feel and even with my other female coworkers, I feel more comfortable with my female coworkers than I do with my male coworkers because oh, okay. we have more in common. So I get that argument. Um, and I think it could be, I think that's the argument against me that you, that the argument you made is the argument that would be made if I brought something up to say, well, I feel excluded because I'm black or, you know, I'm young or whatever it would be. Well, you're always welcome. You know, they did not invite me or not invite you type Mm -hmm. thing. So I don't know. That's, that's a hard one because it's easily dispelled, but it doesn't I don't I still think that there's some validity to the argument that, you know, Sammy didn't have to didn't have to ask. <laughs> Y'all asked her. Yeah. Or him. So or it him. could be a him or her. I see it from both ends. I mean, I don't necessarily agree that um black women flock to black women, black men, you know, flock to their counterparts. You don't or, think you, know, you don't think that naturally happens? I don't I think so. I think well, okay. I'll just speak in my own personal. I flock to the person that is most open with me. Hmm. Like I'll say when I first started my job, um I flocked to the person that was in my training class cuz we trained together. They weren't Hispanic. I mean, they weren't Hispanic. <laughs> she was Hispanic. She wasn't black. But because we went through the training together, mm-hmm. we started at the same time. This is who I talked to. Mm-hmm. When I met my other colleagues, I was initially kind of hesitant to talk to the African Americans in the office because I need to know how you act first. Mm. I, I, I have to feel you out a little bit before... I just automatically be like, you know, okay, let me hang with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not because 
So and and this this is just me being honest. Sometimes we can be a little petty in the office as mm-hmm. African Americans. And messy. Right. So I just need to fill you out before I just automatically flock to you because we're both black. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm that's been my experience. I'm like that with me and black women. With guys, I'm fine with, you know, flocking to them because they're guys, but with black women, I'm very skeptical because they can be and don't take this the wrong way, but you know they just have like some messy black guys and they just trying to be all up in your business to see what you bout. Exactly. And then you have some girls who are like, you know, let's just you know, like we work, we're, we're let's, let, let's work yeah. and let's do our job and like let's build a real working relationship. But then, yeah. and, and so I get where you're coming from because you really have to see what they're really all about because it can really be on some messy shit. Um, and yeah, because I had a I had an assistant like that. I had an assistant exactly like that. I mean, you knew she she's like the nicest person ever, but she's only nice because she's trying to like pull information from you to see what you bought to get all up in your business to then in return use all what she gathered against you and to just like (laughs) it was just it was like the messiest thing that i've ever experienced and the bitch was good at what she did so (laughs) it's like like she was extremely good like she turned it like she was good at she was good at her job and and being messy and i literally seen like and the crazy part about it is is that we went through like three other assistants in her ass for some hour. She was still there and she would just like, I mean, she would befriend them because the, I don't know, she would befriend (laughs) the new hires because the other two were like not really talking to her. The vets were not really talking to her and then I don't know. It was just ridiculous, but that's how I am with black females, and I probably shouldn't be that way, but I mean, y'all can can attest to you know, just that I guess that overall environment with having someone just being, I don't know, just like picking and choosing when they're going to befriend you, when they're not going to befriend you and like how to like use the information that you give them at work um, to turn their backs on you or something like that. And I hate the light skin, dark skin argument. I, I hate even bringing it up, but as a light skin female, literally people assume off of meeting me, black people, they assume that I have an attitude and that I'm messy and that I'm not a good person or that I'm because you're light skin because I'm light skin people legitimately. And people have told me this, that I became friends with later. They were like, Cara, I ain't really, I ain't really like you. Cause you thought you was all that. I'm like, did I think I was all that? Or did you think I was all that? Because I've never said anything about being all that. But was it because of your skin color or the way you moved? Because you without, don't move in a way where, and I'm not trying to like argue with you. I'm just like trying to like yeah. just talk about the situation. Because you don't move in a way where like you need people. Like when Car walks in a room, like she walks in. Like she's not worried about Susie or Jaquana <laughs> or Sh- or Shayna. Like she's you know Car's Car. So I mean, and, I, and maybe I'm, that I'm is the case. I'm probably playing devil's advocate. No, and maybe that question. is the case. But I have people have literally told me. They did not like me first meeting me because I'm light-skinned. They assumed that light-skinned women have attitudes. Gotcha. And even me and Michelle were at Quill the other day, and this kind of actually pissed me off. We were at Quill, and it was a bartender, and we wanted to order some food. 
So we're there and um, I'm asking him a bunch of questions about the menu because the menu has like six things on it. And they had like a freaking one fried green tomato for $8. So I was like, I'm asking a bunch of questions. And I'm oh, like, are you talking about this bartender? The bartender at Quill. At Quill. He pissed me he, the fuck off. What he happened? Pissed me. I'm about to tell you. So I'm at, so Michelle and I are both are asking him Is questions. Is he black? He's a black yes. guy. And we're sitting there and I'm like, hey, like, can you? He's like, well, I ain't never. I mean, first of all, he got an attitude about us asking questions about the menu. I mean, this the first day that the menu been on here. I was like, well, sir, I don't, <laughs> I've never eaten that cool. So I don't know, like, what the situation is. Problem. Right. So then like, we ordered the food, right? <clears throat> I asked him for some ranch. Well, I got some wings and I asked for ranch. Well, you know, normally when you get wings with ranch, the ranch comes on the side and like a little ramekin, right? Don't tell me they toss the wings in ranch. They put the ranch they on the bottom underneath, underneath the, wings. the wings. Wow. And it was just a little bit. Like so you I could did, barely. You could barely tell. So I didn't see it. The plate was white. Right. I didn't see it, right? So I was like, hey, excuse me, sir. <clears throat> I asked for some ranch. It's on there. I said, okay. All right. So then I was like, well, you know, we was a little thirsty. So I was like, hey. Can we get, Can some, we get water? some water? I'm not the waiter. I'm not a waiter. I'm the bartender. Bruh, you brought this stuff, didn't you? And then he's like, see, all light-skinned women just want somebody to cater to them. And I was like, how is that catering to me? I ordered food. Was he a light-skinned black? No, he no, was dark-skinned. Dark and he kept going on. He would not let it go. He kept going on and on. And I had literally had to not look at him because I was getting so mad. And I was about to go off on him. But freaking DJ Fife was sitting next to me. And I was like, I don't really want to go off on this man. Mm. And Fife actually kind of diffused it. He was like, bro, just go get the water. Like, Yeah, he did. He was like, bro, just go get the water. Right, like, just go get the water. So shout out to DJ Fife because I was about to go off on that man. We both were. I was super pissed off. Yeah. I think that was, was the warranty for y'all to go off. It was pointless. Plus, the food was nasty. So, it's like, we done did all this. We done paid $20 to get this darn nasty-ass food. And then you want to have Bruh. attitude to go get me a water? And literally, the bar was lit. You know where the bar yeah. is from the section? I mean, it's a 20, like, a freaking 20-step situation. 15 away. Step. Yeah. 15 and. Step, yeah. You freaking have an attitude about it. And then it, you like, you know, all y'all light-skinned women want. And I'm like. And he kept going. Like, I mean, you know, you know, these light-skinned women, they like to be catered to. And I'm like. So, so okay, I got it. He was ugly. He was ugly. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's all. Yeah, but it's that's still. It. His attitude was nasty. It was nasty. <laughs> but when I you're ugly, you're ugly. Stuff like that God, please forgive like, me. <laughs> Do you not think dark skinned women don't like to be catered to? Right, like, like what? Is, what the uh, fuck does it have to do what with that how mean? light or dark somebody is? And like, you literally, he kept doing it. He Are you kept, good? Are you good? He now? kept. I'm just trying to make sure, like, yeah. he, you good? Like, oh bro, my God, he so ignorant. And so I literally ignorant. didn't even look at him because yeah. I was getting so mad, and I was like, let me just chill. But it's stuff like that. Like, I get that all the time, and I get it from other women, and so it's like. He's probably from like Marshall, Texas. <laughs> like you don't know where's that on the map. You only know a Marshall because you done drove through that. <laughs> and he's ugly. And when you ugly, 
<laughs> you ugly on the outside. You ugly on, on the inside. inside. You ugly on the outside. Oh, my God. So that's just ugly. I can imagine how frustrating that would be, though. To yeah, like, yeah. You know, he, and he, you know what I'm saying? He a, he, a wait, he a waiter at Quill. You know how many good-looking people come through Quill and just get turned down after turned down? Like, you, you hate your job one. Not making any excuses for him, but I would have been like, nigga, you better go get that water. And see, I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to play into that stereotype either. You know what I'm saying? So I just had to chill on it. And I didn't want to get mad because then it would have been a stereotype (laughs) that dark-skinned girls, you know what I'm saying? uh, Which is a topic that we totally have to talk about. Yeah. What, dark-skinned versus light-skinned? Oh, god. Let's do it next week. Versus. Why is it versus? (laughs) 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 That little sound... I hate it. I hate it too, but I, I do it all the time. So, what you want it to be? Dark skin. Start dark skin, light skin. Dark skin, There's light no skin. We're not. We're not. We're not adverse. We're not arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. No, not at all. People I, make us. People that. make us that. Really? But yeah. <gasps> so, last thing I wanted to ask y'all is, and I've talked about silent rebellion in the office before, but what is the one thing that you keep that is innately black? about yourself in the office despite the um the pressure to conform mine is my hair i change my hair all the time i've said that multiple times and i change it because i can and i enjoyed that that freedom and and i don't i I hope that it's something that i never lose now if i go into an interview i am gonna pull it back in a bun that's just my go-to. But if I'm in, once I get the job, I'm gonna. Whenever you know the wind blows, I'm gonna change my hair. I don't. I guess my silent rebellion is making a point to engage with other African African American males and females beyond beyond how I would normally engage with people in a business setting, right? So if we're in a a circle, I'm probably just going to introduce myself and keep it at that. But then if I see, you know, black female or black male, I'm going to engage in conversations with them more than I would do uh, other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just my way of, Kind of letting them know, like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of mean. It's, it's it's extremely mean, <laughs> but I'm being extremely honest. I don't think it's mean. But... I think it is mean because I'm purposely not engaging into conversations with them. Um, and I'm keeping things simple compared to, you know, another black person. And I think it's, it's only because part of the reason is, I don't know. I just feel so bad talking about this. Yeah. Don't feel Do bad. You? Um, I do because I have, you know, I have a lot of others, not a lot, but I have a, I have a hand, less than a handful that I truly care about, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of hard for me to talk about this situation because I, I, I feel like I know them or I think I do know them, um, but I think that I may feel otherwise if we really, really, really dig dig deep into societal issues i may think otherwise mm. but just from what i know 
and you know i think that's only natural and i feel something and i think with this whole being woke thing mm-hmm. i think that's where my pressure comes in because i have people who i truly like being around that are others and i we have conversations and it's right. you know sometimes it's totally different from my conversations with black people and i enjoy it um but at the same time i think I can probably bet a paycheck that if societal issues come up, we would have two totally different um, outlooks on the situation. Um, And I would feel otherwise. And some of the times I just avoid those conversations. It's like, look, I don't even want to go there. Let's just enjoy Uh what we have. And let's just have fun because otherwise I'm not going to like you. And, you know, I don't know. That's that's something I'm that's something that I'm really dealing with, you know? Right. It's something that I'm really dealing with and I feel that I need to work on that because as a leader within my organization, I want, I need to make sure that I have that under control. Yeah. Well, I think my silent rebellion is probably and I'm using Justin's words, uh applying that pressure. I love it. Like when I, you know, last week when I talked about my supervisor that tried to give me a write-up but gave everyone else a warning and mm-hmm. I flipped it over. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the girl that was talking to me about the braids and how I just flipped it back and was like, well, you know, what about these tacos and burritos? That <laughs> was like the that. best That's I've really ever heard. <laughs> What's really the difference nice. between a taco burrito and an enchilada? Correct. Cheese and meat. With an enchilada, I mean, with a tortilla. Girl, you but thought about I do, that, baby. I do things like that all the time, and it's mm-hmm. to me, it's um, a silent rebellion because neither one of us are gonna go to the hires about this because mm-hmm. you tried it with me first, mm-hmm. and so because you tried it, I'm gonna give it back to you. And I do stuff like that all the time. It doesn't. Yeah. It does not matter the culture. Or race. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am. You're black, you come from me, I'm coming for you. You're white, you, I'm going to come back. At work, I love doing right. that. Right. Do it. It's so subtle. Yeah, it is. It kind of <laughs> pierces you a little bit like, damn, did she really just say that? Yeah. I absolutely did. <laughs> I really did ask you what the difference is between a Cindy. Because I want to know. <laughs> I want to know too. Like, please. Cindy, Susan, Shayna, Jaquan, you're far too intelligent for this. I think you can. I think you can formulate something way better than what you're saying. I'm so gonna use it the next when time I tell in an you, email. Get that I think on. you are more intelligent than this. Yeah. I think you could formulate what you're trying to ask me in a different way, and then we can come back to this. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. It's, I like I love I just do that all the time. It's shocking. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> and they give me the same face that I probably gave them when they asked me the stupid question. But you yeah. shouldn't have asked me that stupid question. Yeah. You know, but That's you know what I love? I love um redefining my blackness in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Um I think that, you know. And and not to cut you off, Michelle, I wasn't I'm not sure if you were done or not, but I was done. That's it. Um I I think that as I'm maturing um with who I am and growing within my profession, I think it's fun fighting these mental blocks, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I say mental blocks because I don't address it mm-hmm. openly. So until I'm able to address it openly, then it's a mental block of mine's in my head, you know? Because mm-hmm. who's to right. say it's a real issue? Who's to say that you really have to come in, you know, with the middle part with your bun? Who's to say people wouldn't truly accept you for that hair that is growing out of your hair? I think <laughs> it's just <laughs> fun. It's it's really fun uh, getting allowing them to get to know about black culture. I feel like I can control that in that little space that I have, right? Because right. that's probably the only time that they are going to truly experience it because, you know, they live in their own worlds. They absolutely do. You know, so by them interacting with me and by us having these solid rebellions um, and by us having these, um, you know, these situations where we can, like, you know, do what we have to do, I think is good because, I mean, it just helps me to release some of that tension. And it's like, you know what, Justin, you can, I can be who I am and my skill be accepted Mm -hmm. because that's all it is. Like, you just want your skill to be accepted. You don't want them to be mad at who you are as an individual or, you know, you want your skill to be respected and accepted. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's just fun, you know. I can't wait until, you know. Hopefully, I get this position to grow my beard out. Like that's like my main, my number one <laughs> mission. I want to grow my beard out so me, Connor, and Zach can be posted up on a panel and we rocking out our beards. Absolutely. Yeah, and don't let me gain two hundred pounds and look like Rick Ross with a beard. Oh my god! If it's just gain gonna be. Pounds, I don't want to deal with you because we're absolutely not doing that. <laughs> no, there's because... no way because we're not gonna be able to take any pictures. Yeah, but I'm sick I mean, of you. but don't y'all think it's fun though? Like even with you having to like conduct these interviews with your your Lisa Bonet dreads. You know, I think it's still it's something to say that you know what I own my own business, and even though that this is a challenge for me. Is an experience that, you know, I want to go through and I have to go through in order for me to push those barriers within who I am and those barriers outside of who I am. And and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, it's also pushing the barriers that I put up Yeah, for myself. Because I think it's important to talk about this so that we understand that we also barricade ourselves. Yeah. And what we think it may be is not always what, what the situation is. is. Yeah. You know, I think we have been programmed to see others as the enemy and mm-hmm. and, and not just like, you know, we on a battlefield, like they're just so much of the <laughs> right. enemy, you know, yeah. but just see them as um, people that are against us. And that's not always the case. Sometimes these people are really acting or reacting, responding based on their own experiences. Own experiences, correct. And so we also have to look at, you know, ourselves and say, hey, maybe I am being a little oversensitive about this situation, Mm -hmm. you know, because they don't all come from a place of negativity. Some of them are really ignorant things Mm -hmm. you know um 
and they don't mean to hurt us. Yeah. But they've never been educated. And so it's, it's nice if we are able to educate them and let them know when they're wrong, even if they weren't trying to be wrong. Most definitely. You know what I'm yeah. Like, hey, Most definitely. You know, that's not really an appropriate question. Yeah. Question. I was about to say. Question. <laughs> um, that's really not. We're going to have your daddy on the show one day. Will Michelle. Grown up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I just think that it's sometimes we can check ourselves so that we're not overly sensitive. We're not taking things to the next level so that we can help them, too, because they need help as well. In the workforce, they need help, you know, as everyday Americans um, in this country with how to treat us. So sometimes it's like taking our emotions out of whatever maybe going on and just taking that moment to let them know like, Hey, this is what X, Y, and Z is. And this is how you maybe should ask that or maybe not ask that because I've let you know what it is. And so you don't ever have to ask anybody that again, you know, like just just taking the moment for what it is instead of like taking it, taking offense to certain things. Correct. Yeah. And for me, that's, I'm still trying to get comfortable in all of that yeah. because I have my own insecurity. I mean, they've made us insecure. And so I have my own insecurities about my voice, how I need to answer the phone, my hair, what it needs to look like. But I'm taking the steps to become more comfortable so that we can progress all together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not at that point either. And I think it's because it's awkward. Mm-hmm. And I don't like awkward conversations. I don't like uncomfortability. I'm already uncomfortable at work as it is. I don't want to add to the uncomfortability to, to have right. to tell you that it's inappropriate to touch someone's hair as you're asking them, can you touch it? But they need to know, um, don't grab. No. I know. It's just. I get it. It's just so uncomfortable. And I just, I just, I don't want to do that. Well, personalize it. Say, I don't like my hair grabbed. I, I still think it's, I still think it's very, very, uh, just uncomfortable. Gotcha. What do you think? This is just me being, like, funny. What do you think would happen if you like, uh, swerved? Yeah, I was about to say. Like, I don't know. I just you're thought like Susan. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I would have been like, don't do that, you dirt ball. <laughs> Like uh-huh. your fi- I would have been like, your fingers are so dirty. What are you doing? Like, what did you do with those fingers last night? I know Ew. you didn't wash your. I, I know you didn't wash your hands whenever you came out the bathroom. Don't do that. Ew. Like, I would flip it like that. Like, you know, you don't wash your hands, Susan. <laughs> Come on, like, don't touch my hair. You know that. Don't touch my hair. Do you know the Solanges? You need go to Google her. Go listen to go the song. Go listen to the song. <laughs> I don't mean like it's nothing. Just go listen to fucking Solange. That's Beyonce's fucking sister. You know Beyonce. Listen, I listen. I apply that pressure right back. What? You don't know what like Hennessy is? Do you drink Hennessy? They don't drink Hennessy. Bro. Dude, like this is just, it's like Jameson, man. Like, I, dude, just drink Hennessy. <laughs> In real life, do they not drink Hennessy? <laughs> I don't know if they do listen. or not. Listen. <laughs> I know black people, crown. black people are keeping Hennessy a motherfucking lie. Correct. <laughs> I well, can't do it though. I mean, I don't buy, I don't drink Hennessy at all. Hennessy no, I'm just playing. It's just, but anyways, but just no. flip it. Like I, I like to. I don't know. I just like to. I don't know. 
Well, this is a healthy discussion, y'all. It is. Uh, and we, I think I think we could go all night, and we pretty much we have. Probably, yeah. So I, I think I think My, you know it's it's a good discussion, and I think a lot of people um, definitely need to hear it and want to talk about it. So if you have any questions, um, if you want to join in the convo, please tweet us. Hit us up on all social media. That's at Millennial Love Lov Three on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. You can also email us any questions that you have at info. It'll be info at millennialove.com. Um, and just kind of rolling into a listener letter that we received recently. Oh, is, is it a millennial love moment? It is a millennial moment. Welcome. Let's speak sexy. Welcome. Welcome to millennial love. Okay. So, um, let me pull it up one second. Hi, my name is Tamisha and I am in a thriving long distance relationship with the love of my life. Oh, me too. Um, <clears throat> wacky. I have been with my <laughs> current boyfriend for two years, but my most recent ex before him has randomly started liking all of my pictures on Instagram and Facebook and inboxed me on Facebook today asking me how I'm doing. Trash. He's also in a Trash. relationship and it's with a white girl. Um, but Trash. they seem Trash. to be happy based on the pictures. So... Um, my question for you guys is what do I do? Should I block him? Is it disrespectful to not block him? And, um, why that fool texted me? So there's no reason for you to block him. People like pictures because they can literally look appealing to them. You look extremely nice. Your smile was nice. I'm liking that picture. You know what? You look happy. I'm going to like that picture. That's such a male perspective. It's the truth. No, it's not. People like pictures with other motives in mind. They're absolute intentions. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. You know how many guys that I used to date go on my go on my Instagram and like one picture from six months ago? Well, you now know that's intentional, doing? but the, okay. she said like. Like, he liked multiple pictures. Did I hear that right or wrong? Yeah, he did like multiple pictures. And I think if he liked all the pictures of just her and none of her and her boyfriend, but I think that has a motive. No, there's no motive. It's like, you know what? We once had a connection and I'm it's happy. absolute motive. No, I don't think so. Bruh, it's just like you skipped you... <laughs> over me being happy with my new man. But why do I have to like a picture with your new man? Because that, men don't think that way. You're not acknowledging my happiness. I, but I don't have to acknowledge what I'm acknowledging is the fact that we once had something and I'm happy to see that you're happy and I'm liking that fucking picture. But you're not happy to see I'm happy because if you was happy to see I'm happy, you would have liked the picture of me and my I don't have to acknowledge why you're happy. I just need to show you that I'm liking your shit. It's literally a picture. At the end of the day is a digital picture. Girl, you should have deleted them <laughs> when y'all broke up. Right? Anyways. Why y'all still why friends? Why y'all still friends? I, I delete everybody. They... <laughs> Six. <laughs> oh, we still broke up? Okay. <laughs> delete. <laughs> your whole family. Your whole family. Delete, delete. you, your but mama, your sister. Don't lie. You know, it. some of y'all be petty and be like, nah, I'm going to let them I'm gonna let them motherfuckers sit and see how my life is popping. No, that's what the explore page I don't think Instagram. it's like. I, don't, I was about to say, my page is open, boo-boo, so you can still go. Well, I, you know what? You know what? Me. You know what? I'm not. Pe- I don't. I don't. Is this a form of petty? But What's a form of petty? Like just them intentionally, like 
I don't know, like them liking a picture out of the blue. Like I can see if they consistently do it, but sometimes you do reminisce on your past and you'd be like, you know what? Me and Car had really great moments. Let me go back to not Car, but like No, who, no, no, no. You know, I know. I'm, I'm just talking to you. No, so I know. it's like I know I didn't get mad about it. No, it's just like, you know, we had really great moments. Let me go back and see like what your life has been like. It has nothing to do with like I'm trying to slide in them DMs unless I'm really in them DMs. Why can't he you get in the DMs? He not, sent her a message. He sent her a message and not only that, why won't you just go look at the pictures? Why you gotta like them? The like lets me oh, know that no. you're looking like, at y'all the read, pictures. No, y'all read into this like too much. Listen, boo-boo. It's no boo-boo. Listen, boo-boo. <laughs> it's not a you. like. I'm talking to, oh, I'm talking to homegirl that yeah. wrote in. Listen, boo-boo. Michelle and I are on the same page. No, she must, block she must. Him. She must feel some type of way for her to be reading into it that too, like too much. How so? If, you, if she if she moved on, a liked picture is a liked picture. No, a liked picture. Pick singular. Sure. Like and I said, this plural, guy could. It can be something. Michelle, it can be something. But Michelle, it can be something as listen. It can be. Listen, it can be something as him having his earphones in his ear and like a song that reminds you of a time that you were in. And you're like, you know what? I'm friends with I'm friends with Michelle. Let me go back on Michelle's page to see what she's like. What's going on? So if I go on your page one time and I like seven <laughs> pictures, that's me. That's me in a, rem- a reminiscing moment. Now, if I'm liking, girl know you listen, right. it doesn't matter because <laughs> Instagram, listen, Instagram tells it all. Instagram literally tells it all. Like so you're going you to see who I'm liking. Listen, y'all need to like, please, please you detach. Know it's be please detach your emotions from this social media hype because it will literally get you fucked up. <laughs> oh my! God. I just think when it's over, it's over. Well, that's how I felt then. So I'm. I I guess I'll be honest and say I am a, a follower of people that i've had situationships with that's Ooh, very me too. honest me of too, you. me too me too and i like people that yeah okay yeah, i will like a picture of you but i'm not gonna go like a picture of you and your baby and your baby mama right or you and the girlfriend because that let was me, a part I, that wasn't a part of you though no, let me finish because you were an f boy to me and so why you can't be an F boy to them? I promise so you. So I'm not I, I don't give a flying listen finuck guys, about whatever yeah. relationship. Listen, <laughs> guys right listen, guys are not digging that deep into it. That, I don't I, I mean don't know. we're we're listen, and, and and the reason why I want you to understand this, we're talking about maybe a minute to two minute reminisce, and we are already going in liking several pictures. And you know what? That's it. I guess. It okay. is what it is. Well, my uh, Tamisha, what was her name? What Shaquan? Listen, girl, you completely girl. fabricated that, Tamisha. <laughs> girl, that's what I'm. Gonna Chill say. on it and ha- enjoy your relationship. You should have deleted him a while ago, and so since you didn't, and he went on a life free, delete, delete. Let me tell you this. Delete, Let me tell you this. Block. Let me tell you this. If you haven't deleted me up until now and I find out that you blocked me and deleted me, you and your feelings and you still like me. That's how I look at it. Oh, my God. I, I still got one up on you. But a like picture is a like picture. It is what it is. I don't have to like you and your current man. Why am I liking that picture? You're That's skipping not a part over. Of- it's, 
it's, you're right because that is not a part of my experience you you are a part of my experience not you and this nigga not you and your new child not you and your new car not you and your whole new so situation it's petty, just like i said the, the pictures that i like not am I, but i don't think it's like i don't think petty. it's like oh my gosh she's trying to come back and he's not respecting my life it's like no i'm not trying to I like a picture with you and your new nigga exactly i don't think that's what it is either. so what i don't is, think they're trying to come back i just think it's that they're acknowledging that i I don't give a mess. I don't. I don't have to. How, say, do, I don't, how do you replace the f word? I'm trying. To I don't give a care. I don't. Fin <laughs> fin <laughs> right. You know when you're like 14, you'd be like, "Mama, I don't give a care." Your new relationship. But why should I like, care? Hold on. I'm just gonna like the pictures of you. So I'm gonna let you know that I notice you, but I'm gonna skip over what you're really happy about wow. right now. It's petty, and so since they did, Cara, how you feel about this situation? Block. I just told you, block them. Really? Yes. And honestly, oh my god, like, this is just, and I'm happy without yo, you. Yo, this is like yeah. this is like one row of likes, really. Yeah, you got. Oh block my god, that's a whole. We are so far removed. Like social media, social media has really like just taken over. It has. It's another form of communication, and unfortunately. It's a mode of communication exactly. that you're gonna have to cut off. So, baby, cut oh that back. Block them. Too much. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Ain't that a song? I don't think you need to cut it. I just think you need to like grow up. What? Okay. She need to grow up. It's social media. It's a like social picture. Social media means more than what some people try it to make. It means more to you and y'all because y'all are on it. But people who are Bro, not on I social on media don't off. care about that. I be on and off. Let and me tell so you, I bet you believe if y'all were not on social media and this guy, it, it could be a game, but it can also be a reality of him reminiscing on the past. If, if we did not have social media and this guy just randomly saw you in Walmart, what's the first thing he's probably going to say you know what you look really good today like you looking good that's a common natural comment and i think that common natural comment is equivalent to like five likes on social media <laughs> oh my god i'm just putting it out there now Whatever. if you want to let social media consume you in your life and you being bothered about a nigga that you haven't talked to then go ahead and block him so he can be like you know what i still got that bitch so i definitely think that a like is a hey you look good oh gosh but when you go on a liking spree mm -hmm. you out here raging. but you are in a reminiscing moment <clears throat> okay we're gonna agree to disagree no it's not yeah, agree to disagree we need to resolve no, this no, we need to resolve, resolve this gotta resolve it. i promise you because like your reasons is you can't picture, justify that singular a picture like hey boom you look good right there girl i'm glad you out there doing your thing but when you out there boom Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This is and what this is what skipping over yo, other pictures, bruh. You out here thinking about me, and that you that want, is a real feeling, though. You want, That's the no, point I'm trying to make. You want me to see you. Oh my gosh! I oh my. Ugh. I'm with you. You want me to see you? One one oh, like, I'm, you probably gonna get man, lost bro. in the other likes. You know what I'm saying? Like one like, I'm not gonna see you in I between think, everybody else's like. But when you like several pictures and it's from 59 weeks ago. No, now that's yeah. different. No, 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 no. Listen, that's not an argument. Listen, no. All right, you're right. So in regards to that, that's not an argument that I'm trying to fight. Like if it's that long ago, unless it just was really that long ago since. He's 
he's been on your page. I'm not trying to argue that point, but I'm talking about your recent singular pictures of you, your sing, your your pictures of your solo pictures of of you on your Instagram. You're right. Like I don't honestly, I don't feel the need to acknowledge your current situation, and that's just. That's just who I am. Like, if, if especially if you're a previous situation, I don't feel to I don't feel the need to acknowledge that. But what I will acknowledge is you, because you are a part of my past. Exactly. So it has nothing to do with you. That like is because I wanted to like that. Those and you likes. Know, those likes. I want you to be plural about that. <laughs> those yeah. likes is because that's something that I want to do. It's not always about like, you know, I'm trying to do XYZ and like disrespect you and your situation when you and your situation is not even married. Now, had you been oh, married, okay. now, had Which you is been, no, it's the truth. No, it's the truth. Now, had you been married with kids and I'm just liking your solo pics, now that's even more intentional. But if that's just your situation, then I don't care about that. Think about it. That's how niggas think. Well, I'm a female, and I'm just saying I'm not liking a okay. whole bunch of pictures. I like a picture. Like, dang, you look good. I'm glad. Because y'all buy into the social media antics. Glad to see you got your life together. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Misha. We say block him just to say let him live. To Misha, if you know what's best for you, chill on it and focus on your relationship. <laughs> let us know what you did, girl. Hashtag. Yeah. I don't even want to know, like. I, I borderline want to say fuck the situation. <laughs> Go right back because <laughs> I'm, I'm in my feelings. If you want to live tweet us during the episodes, make sure you <laughs> excuse me hashtag ML three and at us at Millennial Love. We really want to hear what y'all want to talk about. And let me know what the difference is between the three tacos, enchiladas, and burritos. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all.